The Forgotten City falls somewhere between a book and a gaming experience. For me, the frustrating gameplay mechanics, a lack of polish, and very slow pacing early on were not quite enough to deter me from playing on, although at times they did come close. If you do stick with it, the story and time loop mechanic in this one is intriguing enough to say, this is an experience you will get very few other places in gaming. So I recommend this one to those of you who have a little side of patience to go along with your gaming platter. Some games have too many moving parts, others a little sparse on mechanics. The Forgotten City is worth your time because it has a simple concept that permeates its entire identity. It makes you want to discover the mystery, the fate that has fallen on this Forgotten City. And trust me, you won't see the ending coming. This is a game for the curious type, and I hope you stop playing this episode and play it yourself and come right back. But if not, let's discuss what makes the time loop game worthy of your time. Welcome to Bits of Time, where we ask the simple question, is this video game worth your time? I'm not yet forgotten. Maybe someday I will be, but currently I'm living and thriving. I'm your co-host, Michael. Uh, that one kind of works. I I'm Larry, and uh, we both recommended this one. First one of the season. Yeah, it's only the second game, but yeah. <laughs> you know what? We're, we're uh, Last season, Far Alone Sales, we both recommended, so it's interesting. We're going same. Well, that was not planned out, but it worked out. What was our first game like? Oh, Zelda. Yeah, and you yeah. Know, Zelda hater over there. Nintendo hater. <laughs> we, have, we have similar season beats so far. Oh, yeah, we do. It was a Nintendo game at first, and then it was... <laughs> I didn't, this I, is I'm not planned, but I'm literally cool. just now realizing that. So I do want to talk about that beginning slow pace that you talked about in your intro there. What, what about it that made it too plotting, I guess, for you to keep recommending? Well, I had two issues. One is my fault and one's my brain. <laughs> so <laughs> that's a good combo. The, well, the first one was after you wake up on the island and you talk with Karen, who we'll talk about later, mm -hmm. or Sharon, Sh Sharon. I always forget how to pronounce the, the the boat lady. Yeah. The death like bringer person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So when we w we're walking through the island and we finally find Al Worth, like our guy is just hung himself and he's golden. Yeah. And he's got the note. Like, right there, I'm like, why on earth would our character continue <laughs> to keep going? Like, so, uh, to me, I was just so confused. Like, it, again, it's a game. But I was like, there's no way on earth I'd be like, oh, let me go continue to keep exploring here now that I found my dead dude. So, that part kind of confused me. The other thing that I screwed up was at the very beginning when you meet Galerius, when you first get into the Forgotten City, mm -hmm. uh, I just skipped his... Uh, I was like, you know what? No, I just want to aimlessly walk around. I had no idea what I was doing for about a good 30 minutes. I just aimlessly walked around the place. And so I ended up jumping uh, off. I can't remember what, I can't remember where it was, but I, oh, no, no, I ended up accidentally running into the, the archer dude who comes attacking us and he ended up killing me. I didn't get out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so, and then the lady died from like the collapsing chapel and stuff like that. So when I went back in, I was like, okay, now there's a time loop here. Cause I had not realized it was a time loop yet. And so then I was like, okay, let me talk to this guy. He clearly doesn't recognize me. So then I went through it. So yeah. So for the first 30 minutes or so, I was just, <laughs> I feel like this game does start off slow. And I agree with that point because I wasn't really feeling it. I was like, am I going to keep going with this game? Like, I like the visuals. It feels definitely Skyrim mod like, and we'll get into that in just a second when we talk about the background for this game. But there was a point where I was like, do I want to keep playing? But then I'm so glad I did keep playing because I think 
if you start off and you're like, ah, I'm just going to bounce off this game, I think it's worth definitely going through. I think that's probably the biggest key takeaway I want to get have people take from this podcast is the first hour or so for me, I was really close to just bouncing. Uh, I actually got to specifically my biggest frustration of the entire game was I think it's for Galerius. You have to grab like a flower on like a rock. You got to use like the hang glider thing, oh, zip yeah, line. Yeah. yeah. I literally, like, honestly, I, I threw the, I stopped playing. It, I think I went the first time I attempted it 15 times. I could not get it. I shut the game off and I'm like, my God, this is where this episode's going to end. Like, I'm literally going to just complain about this. I went back in probably about a week later and I took me like seven more tries and I almost freaking gave up again. I was like, this is bullshit. I hated how difficult it was the time to get that I stupid flower. I remember having a problem with that. Oh my gosh. Again, maybe it's just me. I have issues. But I finally got past it. And then I was like, okay, now let me just see what's going on. And the story was curious enough to keep me going. Correct. But the first, I would say 30 minutes to an hour is pretty tough. Just stick it out. Yeah. And I, I knew when I liked it because you could manage the time loop. So there is that point where that girl goes into the chapel and dies. I'm like, Oh, I can save her. And so I immediately went back in time. I was like, all right, I'm starting to see the hooks right yep. now. Yep. So that kind of got me going. So let's talk a little bit about the background. Did you beat the game? I did. Yeah, I actually ended up getting every single ending. So Ooh, my baby. my total play time ended up being 10 hours and 33 minutes. And I spent eight hours exactly on the Forgotten City and after getting all the endings. That probably just shows us the difference in our place. <laughs> it literally took me two and a half hours longer. <laughs> uh, so I got my first ending just under two hours. So I think that's a pretty nice playtime to ratio of getting that first ending. And the second I got that first ending, I was like, ooh, I want to play more. The second I saw that screen where I was like, ooh, there's four endings. Okay, let's go. You uh, really got all the endings in only eight hours? Yeah. I got the second so I'm ending. I'm still stuck on that. Yeah. <laughs> so I got the. I feel like such a failure. <laughs> Sorry. I got the second ending at three hours and 40 minutes. I wrote five days to get this ending, and I have no idea what that means in my notes. Maybe it was like five days of playing, like maybe in once ga- every. In game. Oh, time? in game? Uh-oh. I wonder I don't if it's just real it. life. I wonder if that means five times like resetting time loop i don't know i wrote Ooh, days. That, that's possible yeah, yeah. should have been loops but i kept I, doing that a lot too i would randomly just steal stuff and then run back to the portal be like i wonder if this is going to be good for me yeah. <laughs> i got the third ending five hours and 45 minutes uh the other background i have not played the original mod for skyrim for mm-hmm. this game yeah and I, I guess just to clarify we keep bringing up skyrim it is a mod in the skyrim game but it has nothing to do with skyrim or elder scrolls yeah correct so, so that's and, good. but it which made it yeah. kind of fitting like the gameplay <laughs> the gameplay feels very it's clunky and so it kind of fits the skyrim elder <laughs> yeah. scrolls lore so, The Forgotten City was released on July 28th, 2021, developed by Modern Storyteller and published by Dear Villagers. Modern Storyteller is a good way. This is a very story-driven game, but there's a lot of little gameplay things that affect the story, which is cool. The original Skyrim mod of the same name that this release was based off of was released on October 15th, 2015. I actually have a little... Uh chirp in here i guess uh the, the actual original skyrim mod itself won in a, a writer's guild award in australia that's cool i mean yeah. the story the story goes places man well, it's crazy it, well and it, under the interactive media it's actually if my research is correct it's the first ever mod to win that award oh, that's so that's awesome. pretty cool yeah. yeah some interesting tidbits this guy nick pierce our developer 
Started modding Skyrim after playing a mod in Fallout New Vegas. So he's just like, well, I, I like this mod. Well, let's, let's go make my own. Now that that's a game you got to play. Yeah, at some point. I mean, I've played it, but I haven't finished it like every Bethesda game. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Uh, so fast forward. At some point, he sent out a survey after he finished his Forgotten City mod for Skyrim uh, to about 200 people and asking if you should make this a standalone game, and 93% said yes. Ooh. You know something that would be kind of interesting? I wonder if you have the stats for this. Do you think more people played the mod or played the actual game Forgotten City? I would say the mod. It's just because the Skyrim community is so huge? Yeah, exactly, and the modding community seems to be really big. Mm. So, But because of this survey, he went on to create the modern storyteller and hired two more full-time employees. And That's so cool. Yeah. So talking about crunch and creativity... He said he was working 80 hours a week for a long time. So this was like his his baby child type of thing. So is this him by himself or is this with Yeah, him? so he did, he, he did, I was reading the area, he said I, he did not subjugate his other two developers to do so. Okay. But, and one other thing, it to- took him 1,700 hours to make the original mod for the game. So this guy likes to work. Man, that's a lot of hours. And the, from the interview tone, you know, it's hard to, because I wasn't watching the videos, reading the words. It didn't seem like he was boasting about his 80-hour work week. It was just something he, like, almost feels inclined to do, mm-hmm. which... You know, in a weird know. way, like, I oddly, and I understand crunch is such, like, a weird subject nowadays. I don't know if I have an issue. If you're, if it's your entity, kind of your child there, basically. Right, not, there's not some overlord telling you. There's not to, someone forcing you to yeah. do it, yeah. Then I don't have an issue. But it's weird, though. He said in that interview, he felt forced to do it because there was, like... Okay, that's... Hmm. Like, he was... Like, a certain element wouldn't work, and he's like, I need to make it work. I need to make it work. And it was... You kind of got addicted to it. Yeah. I mean, Crunch is bad, but this also this game's pretty great. So, I mean, yeah. kudos to him. Hopefully his next game, he doesn't work himself to death. That'd be good. Yeah. Have I, a healthy work-life balance. I, I guess I would be curious to see, like, how much money this game actually made. I mean, he's, he got that Game Pass bundle of money, so hopefully pretty well. So enough about the backgrounds. Did the multiple endings intrigue you to play, or was that more of a deterrent? It, so this was an interesting question because initially I was going to say, yeah, of course. Like, I this it, it intrigued me, but because I didn't know there was a time loop at first, I won't lie, most games that have multiple endings, I never play through to see all the multiple endings. I played through it once. There's two, you actually brought up Fallout New Vegas. I thought did the multiple endings brilliantly. It made it, it did it in a way that didn't make me want to replay, but all of my, I didn't realize what decisions I was making throughout the game. They were actually going to have an impact on the way the game ended. And so when I ended up getting to the ending credits of that game, the way that that was like, wait, because I did that, this happened. I thought that was cool, but it didn't make me want to keep playing. The fact that this was a time loop and the same thing happened to me that I guess happened to you. As soon as I got to the end and saw that little, like, oh, wait, there's three more I can get. Like, what? That was enough to me that it did intrigue Okay, me. so we were so. kind of similar in that regard. And I feel like either the third ending is, like, the true ending type of thing. Or, or is it four? I can't remember. There's one. I, I got them in out of order. I, I got the, I would say, I think I went true one, ending, okay. I think, third. Yeah, and I then, think I went one, two, four, three. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, I almost probably, I probably wrote it. Yep. I literally, that's, I'm pretty sure I did. The ending orders I got during the quick bits, I said one, two, four, three. Yeah, I think I did literally the exact same thing. Yeah, that's fine. Because, yeah, because it was the third ending is like the true, no, no, excuse me, the fourth ending is the true ending of the game, which we'll talk about that 
so crazy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the third ending was the most... I could see a lot of people maybe missing that one. Yeah, and I think I'd be sorely disappointed if I missed that because it goes some crazy places, and I like that it ties everything together and it makes... All your answers are questioned. Yeah. All your answers are... <laughs> all your questions are answered. You know, if we just play that in reverse, <laughs> get it right. <laughs> okay, so you're intrigued by the multiple endings, but I would agree, generally... Like, well, actually, it depends on game length. If this game, if each ending took me five hours, I don't know if I would have gotten there. But knowing that I got it about two, hour and a half to two hours per ending, I think I... I feel like they were paced correctly. Yeah, like a JRPG that has mm-hmm. freaking multiple endings. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. Well, and I guess I would also argue then, too, the way that this game was designed, the endings were you had to do enough different stuff and you could see like i remember when i got the second ending i already kind of knew what i had to do to go get the third Mm -hmm. and there's some games where it's like okay well how do i what do i have to do like the fact that i was like okay what if i do this this and this the fact that that was in my head by time the second ending hit yeah that's when i knew it had me it has a nice good cadence to it where it's not too obtuse which i think is needed if you're going to try and get somebody to play a bunch of endings yeah, you need to lay out it pretty easily. Yeah. Uh, you, you did ask me the question about, I guess I want to hear your answer first. So the idea that the world itself, I think you used it as like it's a opened or closed sandbox, yeah. right? What is your feeling walking around this world? And again, this is your question, but I kind of want to hear your response because I think I have a unique one. I said I was intrigued earlier by, all right, I can see the DNA of or the coding almost of she walks in the chapel at falls so like all right if i talk to her before i can stop that so right then i was like all right i'm kind of intrigued by that and the second i was like all right they say if you commit a sin whatever so i'm just gonna steal this and i was like oh nope they're correct it goes you get this crazy booming voice and it's like you shall not kill her whatever you broke something and then people start killing you, you have to run into the time loop or shooting you with arrows it's it's great so I think that is actually probably my favorite aspect of this game is just testing to see what I can get away with. Yeah, okay, well, that brings up a good point. Do you remember, uh, I think his name's uh, Dooley or Dully? It's the guy who's locked up in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> that scene, I literally cracked up laughing. So you're talking to him and he clearly wants to get out. And I almost feel like it's a, a statement to society or the human condition. Because as soon as you finally free him, because, again, you want the little gold plate that's in there. <laughs> but as soon as you just follow him, he cannot help himself. He immediately, I think it's either like, a, it might be, a, it's either a, a cup or a mug, or it might be a thing of cheese. If it's a thing of cheese, that'd be ironic with Skyrim. But he steals like the first thing he can <laughs> and breaks the golden rule. <laughs> and I was like, well, then that's the reason you were locked up, bud. <laughs> that's, I knew you were going to do that. Yeah, that scene cracked me up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, so the world itself for me... I, I guess I'll be interested if you had any similar feelings. I felt claustrophobic in this game almost constantly. Really? I, I had this, there's a really weird vibe when you walk around the city. It's, it's quiet, but you feel like you're always being watched. Yes. And the part, I don't know if you ever picked up on this. Did you ever figure out the creepiness to the golden statues that are spread around all over the city? They like murmur, right? Well, no, 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 no. Okay, we got to talk about that too because I actually have a complaint about the murmuring. No, uh, if you stare at the golden statues, they're there. What is brilliant, and I found it out by accident, and it literally gave me my only jump scare the whole game. If you move your screen so that they're in the top left, bottom left, top right, or bottom right, they're wherever they're at, they'll move. 
they'll look uh-huh. at you. So then if you look at them again, they're frozen. So then if you literally move around another side and do that again, they're, they're literally their face will go and look at you. It's creepy that, as hell. That's awesome. And so I constantly felt like I was just being watched in this world. Which is true. Uh, but okay, so creepy voice lady who's whispering to you constantly in this game, mm-hmm. the voices you hear. I thought she was unbelievably well done. I actually played with headphones for a little bit because I was like, I wanted to see if I was missing anything. The thing that frustrated me, and I'm wondering your thoughts on this, almost every time, like during different puzzle sequences or anything where you're like, okay, what do I got to do next? She would whisper you a hint that would give the answer like super quick for me. I had multiple times where if you were listening to her, she'd tell you like, go talk to her. You know, and she would like say, and I'm like, well, no, give me at least a couple <laughs> seconds to figure it out for myself. And I had like this weird issue in my head where I was like, well, on one hand, I got frustrated because I screwed something up and I didn't want to have to redo it, but then I had to redo it. And so there was a couple times where I was like, oh, well, thank you, lady. You know, now I don't have to go do this again. I don't remember feeling frustrated about that, but you're, okay. you're weird with that <laughs> kind of stuff, so no. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I was just wondering maybe that it might be more of a me thing. Claustrophobic. Then. Interesting. I mean, there it's not a huge, big area, but there's enough variety in the either the types of homes you go to or the tunnels or that crazy mansion place villa place villa yeah, mansion? well yeah. the underground like the i guess we this can almost move us right into like what are your thoughts on the action sequences with like the bow so i actually liked it okay. um i thought it was a good it's not great like uh mechanically i'll say but it i feel like it broke up the variety of what i was doing that i think it was needed there's part of me that thinks you could have maybe scrapped it and left it completely, but I think it adds enough flavor to it that I like it. Because I do love turning people into gold yeah, well, statues. So <laughs> just I, flinging that bow. I, I tried to give you a little bit of a red herring with my question because I asked you, do you think they could have done without the gameplay? Mm-hmm. Uh, my frustrations with the gameplay were almost entirely just meant, and I felt like it was too... The, just the controls, your cursor itself, I just felt were really, really... You could almost feel like it was meant for a mouse. Gotcha. And keyboard, yeah, and which is yeah, we the... played both on the Xbox yeah. One S. No, not Xbox. Series X. Xbox Five. Stupid names. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but okay, so for me, I will say this: the animation, like one, those the freaking statues that run at you are creepy. Yes, like, they are beyond creepy. Uh, <laughs> the kicking mechanic is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I used it though, but yeah, no, I did too. You know, you, you, there was an achievement for that, and then uh, you had to, I think, have like five kick five of them. You had to knock one that was already turned gold and frozen you had to kick that into other ones and you had to turn them into gold i i literally got every achievement in this game i oh, you did so i i platinumed it or whatever xbox says i hundred percent of it yeah hundred percent of it i think it's 42 of 42 yeah uh but no for me though the, the the interesting thing was is like the way that you could see people turn to gold i thought the animation there was really well done yeah so. And I feel like when you hit him, had that thunking noise that comes with it. I was like, all right, I like this. Yeah. Which, and that's a, that's a, I guess a little positive to it as well. The fact that they're kind of is like a headshot mechanic. So that's, yeah, that's yeah. kind of cool. And then also turning, what was it? The vines so that they could become walkable by shooting, which was, that was weird to me. I didn't understand that a hundred percent. Yeah. But I like that mechanic too. Cause you got to go to secret areas and chess uh-huh, and whatever. Yeah. Get, that's how I did this money loop for a while. <laughs> So oh, really? I, I can't even remember what I needed a certain amount of money. I think it was like bribe the lady. Oh man, I don't remember. But the, the whole court sequence I thought was really well done. Like that yes. scene, I yeah. really liked that. So, I kept getting. I actually twice had to redo that because I was like, okay, 
while they're talking, I just shot random people because I wanted to see what would happen. <laughs> no, nothing changes. I just break it. And I was like, dang it. Uh, oh, going back to the combat section and getting to that end, I guess, boss, that lady that's experimenting on the golden statues. <laughs> but it's crazy because these golden statues are alive. Mm-hmm. It's technically still yeah. trapped in there. And then she's just like ripping into them. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's pretty, pretty terrifying. Yeah. I'll actually also say that on the gameplay mechanic as well, the fact that you can shoot water and freeze them in the water and turn them to gold is also a subtle, cool little... Like, the, those animations there are pretty good. So that's what I'm talking about when... Not just the animation side, but, like, testing the rules of this game and figuring out, okay, if I steal this, I'm gone. Oh, I can shoot this in the water. I can trap them in the water. Yeah, like, and that, all yeah. those things kind of... It's experimenting with the sandbox. Yeah, yeah 100%. Because I would... Uh, the thing that I got into a lot was I would find something and I would steal it. Like I, my big thing is I would just steal. <laughs> I always felt like, like a teenager or like a little kid. Cause I would be like, okay, I would figure out my path back to like the portal to re going to the loop. And I would literally run over, steal something and immediately just book it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> As the, that booming voice is yelling, yeah, you're like, I'm uh, already halfway there. I'm good, man. Yeah, no, it, it's, so it was definitely fun. I, uh, I, I enjoyed it. There's just there's a lot of real randomness that happens. Like there's the the nurse lady and trying to help her. Yep. Yeah. There's there, there's a lot there. Now I I will say, as somebody who, this I, I struggle with the type of games because there's so much of the mythology stuff in this game. There's so many of the names. I would someone would be like, okay, I need you. You should probably talk to so and so and so and so. And I'm like, I, who are these again? And then and I'm much better with n- knowing someone's face and their name. So by the time I'd go talk to, uh, okay, okay, I know you now. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out the names and remember them, <laughs> I was struggling so much. Yeah, I mean, it's like those fancy, big fancy names in books I read. I'm like, can you just make this easier for me to remember? But I also don't want everybody in my game to be Dave. <laughs> well oh, okay so i guess then based on the naming thing I, i'll find a way to swing this into the writing side of it as a writer yourself did you like the writing style in this game was there do you think they could have do you think they could have used more endings like maybe more like random endings like i'm i'm always in favor for the random just out of the blue endings for sure but no i feel like the final ending the true ending of this game is excellent and I didn't. I did not see it coming. I, I always, I always wanted one that like Galerius just gets pissed and like punches us out or something <laughs> like that. Like I thought that would have been kind of funny, but it never happened. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's just like, like he realizes that he's in the time loop and he's like, why? That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. Like, I mean, I, I guess for me, like I was pretty satisfied with most of the endings in general. It was just. It was just so much to remember. That was my biggest problem with this game is there's just, they really, really went heavy on the mythology stuff. Like there were so many of the different characters where I'm like, and I actually did do a little bit of research on the side and found out they obviously take from the different mythologies in the game. Again, I know right before this, we were trying to say, I know there's Greek. I know there's Roman. I know there's Egyptian. There's another one in there. I can't remember what it was, but they take from those mythologies, but they're not like, actually 100% fat well I mean no mythology is factual anyways but like you know what I mean like they're not from the real world mythologies they're just using the character names okay got you stuff like that which also plays into the twist ending of course (laughs) yeah okay okay I guess then before we get into the twist ending I guess I just wanted to know what are your thoughts on the concept of creating a city where there's no like sin there's no crime like how long do you think like is it possible like 
if you created a population of a city of like five people, do you think you could do it? And no. then a 10 and then like, you know, right? It's crazy. No, there's always that. What is that? Uh, dystopian books where there's either an apocalypse or a utopia. There's always something bad with the utopia. Somebody's got to suffer in that regard. Yeah. I almost feel like in order for a utopia to work, there needs to be suffering behind the scenes. Either behind the scenes or to get to that utopia, you definitely have to suffer. So, yeah, I don't know. Peace okay. is not possible, it, unfortunately. It's, an, it's definitely an interesting, and again, we, as we find out, it was a wager. It was, I th- believe it was supposed to be for one year, correct? To see if there was no crime? Yes. I think. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Get, get into the, the ending because, you know, as I call it, the Protoss ending. <laughs> I don't know why. When, when I walked into that thing and you're in space, it just, I just got heavy StarCraft Protoss vibes. Yeah, so you eventually get all these, they're like uh, golden plates that you put on these pillars. There's four of them. Again, I, yes. I know, I remember three there of them. I can't four. remember. I there can't remember four. what the other one is. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but you finally go and meet Hades? No. No, not Hades. Uh, it starts with a P, right? Persephone? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, it's the well, the girl's name is okay. So I, I'm not gonna be able to pronounce her name correctly, but it's Pros Proserpina. P R O S. Started with a P. I was right on that. Yes, you're right. Yes, and then you were actually right with Hades as well. The end guy actually has four names. It depends on who you're talking about. So from the Romans' perspective, it's Pluto. Greeks, it's Hades. So you were correct there. Egyptians is Osiris, and the Sumerians is the other plaque that I forgot about. Ah. It's either Nurgle or Nurgle. <laughs> and I'm sure like as an American, I'm mispronouncing that. It's <laughs> a great name, though. Nurgle? Yeah. But yeah, so he eventually just goes by the name Land of God of the, the Underworld. Dead. God of the Underworld. Though, for some reason, I remember f- referring to him as Pluto most of the time. So you were yeah. kind of right. You technically were accidentally right with the P. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so maybe I was thinking Pluto, and it's like Hades. But I think they did refer to him as Pluto, most of all, like going to see Pluto. And I love, so this guy, he's an alien who looks freaking awesome. Mm. He's got glowing blue eyes. Maybe that's what you're thinking about the Protoss. And it's just the whole this, thing. I don't even, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. You're like in a spaceship looking out into space, and it's just such a hard switch from the Roman oh, yeah. Greek era that we've been in that I freaking love it. Well, the thing that was funny is the only potential spoiler you gave me to this game was before I started it, you said that, like, just wait until you get to the ending. That's all you basically, you kind of hinted that there's something that happens. So I remember that. And so obviously I wasn't prepared for it, though. Because <laughs> once it finally happens, I had no idea that's where this game was headed. There was which no is cool. preparation. Which, for it. by the way, we're going to do this is the ultimate <laughs> podcast mistake, but spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it in the notes yeah. somewhere, hopefully. Ugh. I think. So going back before we were talking about the writing style, I saw one of the twists coming, um, and that was that we're all dead. I was like, I, I was kind of leaning towards that, like this was a purgatory type of thing. I saw that coming, but I did not see any of this coming whatsoever. Like you could have, I could have done a million guesses and probably not gone through this one. Well, yeah, and wasn't it, and I don't know how much you dove into like the whole logic that Pluto had behind morality was just like really messed up. <laughs> like he didn't because he had the whole do unto others as you would do unto yourself, but it wasn't a hundred percent correct. <laughs> he took it like way more seriously. And so if like somebody was just a low down, they just literally had no shot at ever. Yep. Like, it was just yeah. It, he was designing it in a way that it was never 
And I love that you get this final ending by basically not really tricking him, but showing him that he actually made a mistake with the wager. Like the wager was almost unbeatable or unwinnable. Unwinnable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I was gonna say because he he did the wager. It was with Jupiter, correct? Yes. Yeah. And so the thing that I thought was kind of interesting is this is your prototypical like two guys like because uh, the lady whose name I can't pronounce she didn't want to do this. No, no, she's trapped here <laughs> yeah. basically. And so the fact that like this is even a thing and it's so nonchalant to them just shows you like there is like the kind of joke on like how just little the, some of these gods care about <laughs> people. They're just playing games. Yeah. So th- I I think they put the story in like he fell in love with her and then he wanted to be with her but he the other gods aliens were gonna leave and he's like well you can you can have her back if or cure her voice or something like that yeah that that was the thing yeah and and again I, i thought it was also interesting like the whole concept you're not supposed to sin so you can't kill any of the humans in the, the forgotten city but turning them to the gold he didn't consider because they were like yeah, they're what? still alive it's <laughs> which is why you hear voices which is creepy as yeah, hell exactly they're stuck there oh, it's just it's so crazy Ugh. and i think what makes it really good is that logic works with the game and the game system works with the mechanics so like it's pervasive and it like seeps into every element. So the story trickles down into how the gameplay works. And if you do this, well, then the time loop, time loop goes. But if you kill somebody, you don't actually kill them. Yeah. They're still alive. Yeah. So it's just like this constant, like everything feeds off each other. Okay. Well, then I guess then just to evolve into that, what did you think about when you finally stop it? it we're, we're done with it. And then you get warped into the now present, right? Yeah, and then yeah. you're with your dude. Al's there. Hey, yeah. what's up? <laughs> I saw you die. <laughs> Wait, so it's so weird. I always kind of is there a play on words that I'm missing with his name? Yeah, like, I don't know. It feels like I'm missing something. Alworth. There might be. I, I'm not sure. I, I feel like this is one of those moments where like there's like a clear answer to this, <laughs> yeah. and everyone's like, "How did they not?" <laughs> but yeah, then you go and meet. Char, Char, Charon, Charon, Char, Char, yeah, Charon. Uh, I forgot their name already. Yeah, and that—that's the end. Well, I, no, no. Did you? I mean, did you go to the museum? Mm. Yeah, I love the museum. That's so very cool. The cool thing is interesting about the museum is totally uh, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you get to literally see what all these characters, what they became in this world now. And I thought the part that was really cool, and I wonder if you caught this. You know, at the very, very, very end of it, when you're on like that balcony and you look down, all the people down there, mm-hmm. those are all the statues. Those are all the gold oh, statues throughout the Forgotten so City. So we saved everybody. We saved everybody. Yeah. That's really and cool. That's, it's, oh, and then I, I was going to say, too. How did I forget about that moment? That's a very cool <laughs> moment. <laughs> well, the other thing, too, uh, big alien that I thought this game did that was pretty neat was uh, the credits at the end. Had all the actual instead of just names, they had all their pictures. Oh yeah, which right. I, that should be a norm in the industry going forward. I think that's so cool. Now I get it. Some <laughs> games literally have thousands. Just deal with it. <laughs> if you're gonna <laughs> have that many employees, it's small. so cool <laughs> that they did that. I thought that was really neat. I agree. I think one of my highlights of this game is getting into that right before that and just talking to Hades and Pluto. He like he. It's just. The arrogance of him and just like the way he talks, he has such a cool voice. I yeah, love it. Yeah, no, it's really well done. I would say for me, like the court, I actually kind of liked the election too. Like that that whole thing, like getting that process mm-hmm. going, I, that really started reeling me in at that point. Oh, I also like finding the mystery of the girl that's 
uh, taking a prisoner. Yeah. Oh, that, that's a. That is that is a cool. That guy is messed up. <laughs> right. You know the thing that's weird though. I guess now that I think about it, so I can't is Senti uh, whatever Senti yeah yeah whatever know. his name is again. This is what the this, very Roman looking guy Julius yeah, Caesar like. Yeah. So the thing that's interesting about that is if you kill him, you know, like th- that's a crime. But then when she killed him in one of the endings, it's no longer. It doesn't stop. It, it was kind of weird to me. I thought it did. Well, but it was different. Like it was a, because she did it. It somehow works out differently. Yeah, there is some little difference, but I think the same thing happens. And you escape through the tunnel versus... Yep. Yeah. 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 Man. There's a lot of mystery in this or game. She lights him up on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so random. <sighs> I f- yeah. I forget. Is he always dead at the true ending? I believe... No, no. That's a di- that's the third ending. That's right? the third ending. Yeah. yeah. So, not not the true ending. Yeah, no. so nobody dies in the yeah. true ending. Well, no, because again... Is he in the ending? I don't remember him being in the museum. No. Maybe mm. he is. Who knows? Well, uh, doesn't totally matter. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Uh, actually, since we've just been speaking tons and tons of characters, who do you have? Like, uh, if me and you were in this game, like, who you would pick? Just out, of, just for fun. Yeah, I saw you asking that question. Uh, I have one for me. I think you'd be Philip, and he and he's the <laughs> that's, guy that's, that's in odd. that cave. Yep. That he's like this. He just really, he just really wants to have like these philosophical discussions and conversations, and. You sometimes ask baffling questions to me, so I figure it's kind of this... That's me. I, it I, fits you pretty well. Yeah. And when we do call each other, we have nonstop. Whether it's podcasts or politics or whatever, we just constantly talk. I know. It's whatever. like when a, one of our faces pops up on each other's phones, it's always like, okay, do I have like an hour and a half? <laughs> <laughs> um, Who'd you pick for yourself? Oh, but oh. before I go that, this quote of his, I like... The one thing I long for above all else before I die is a good philosophical argument with somebody astute. Oof. Uh, yeah, I like that. That's good. No, but kind of you. And that does actually fit me, though, because I love having those type of... It's almost like there are arguments that even if you win, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but it's like it's still fun to like think like that. Yeah, you know? and just explore the possibilities. And before you give yourself, I will say... So I he was one that I was thinking for, for myself. I also picked, for whatever reason... Uh, She's the mad lady, Livia. I, I know it sounds crazy, but technically, if you look back, everything she was screaming nutty about, oh, yeah. she was actually right. Which I like. <laughs> Which sometimes I'm like, man, you know, some of the stuff I say sounds like, eh. but I end up being kind of right sometimes. Oh, I'm like, okay, man, gotcha. this whole thing. So I kind of like that about her too. So I'd probably be uh, Georgius. He's that uh, very jovial shop guy. Yeah. Um, so he's just making the best of his situation. Shopkeepers, and he always seems to be in a good mood. And generally, I'm in a very good mood. Everybody well, tells me that. In a weird way, I also, for you, I, I thought Galerius actually would be kind of, and now again, opposite hairstyle. The intro guy, right? He just likes showing you around. <laughs> like, That's I, true. I, I, I do like I, I just kind of pictured you. You're just such a kind-hearted individual. I was like, you kind of fit with his personality perfectly. You're a little more intelligent than he is. No shots at Galerius, but... Yeah, sometimes you've heard those bloopers. Uh, one quote I like of Georgius is, "If we all end up as golden statues for future generations to marvel at, I don't know about you, but I would like to look my best." <laughs> oh, it's an optimistic way of looking at things. I did have one thing I was going to also point out uh, real quick. There are four special statues within the world. There, are? yeah. There's uh, Sisyphus, 
which is he's the guy who is uh rolling the rock I yeah know his whole one. thing is like it, the crime is literally every time it gets up to the top it gets it rolls back down so he can never stop there's tantalus which is in the water trying to reach it's the kid in the water trying to reach for the p- piece of fruit oh i saw that one yep can never reach it is impossible so he's stuck like that forever there's i'm not gonna say this one right balladays which is basically the one that's fetching water with a shiv it's like it's just a, the punishment that she that never one. gets enough water. And then the last one was Ixion, which is the guy that's strapped to the flaming wheel. Oh, man. That and so they're terrible. all punished, and those are all real-life uh, occurrences that, uh, that oh, in mythology. mythology yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, when I say real life, the mythological side of it, yeah, mythological side of it, it's not obviously real. but So I thought that was kind of cool. And there's an achievement when you get you find all four of those. I think I found two. Okay. I remember the the water one and the the rolling rock. I was like, ah, I remember learning about this in high school, I think. So, obviously this game is a hit with us. It seems like it's got good reception everywhere else. If they were to do another era-type game, or style of game, what era or what folklore would you choose? So, this is... I was kind of going back and forth on this one, and I understand because of the way our society is built today i think this would be kind of tough to do but if you could implement it correctly i can't really think of many games that are in this era i kind of would love to see a game that handles like the native americans in our country before all the settlers got here and just that society because they had so much lore built into everything and then maybe even implementing endings where you know all of a sudden we come over maybe there's the chinese that come over you know like all these different styles and again they had inner fights between themselves as well i think it would be there's so much lore in like a native american style game that i think would be really really cool and you could do some fun stuff with like crazy horse and all those guys as well learning all the different tribes yeah that could be pretty dang interesting yeah and maybe preserve some of that too again and i understand you have to be careful how you would do something like that nowadays which I don't know if I'm necessarily a fan of. I would just like to just be real with it and even kind of maybe show some of the bad of what happened as well. Mm-hmm. But there, I can't really think of many games that tackle anything like that. No, it's very select few. Yeah, so I would I would love to see that. I'd probably go with a like Japanese folklore, like in a smaller rural Japanese community, because I feel like they have a lot of cool like different deities and stuff and everything and if we did in like either a Japanese farming village like in the mountains or something I think that would be Ooh, that, that, ripe okay, that. for some really cool stuff so that's probably the route I would go yeah I like that that, that would be pretty good too I think uh, for some reason and it's probably just more a curse of like what our society shows but whenever I think of that I think of like a horror elements and put into it yeah as that's well. true yeah which I, I almost mean, feel like some horror elements to this game. Yeah. No, yeah. No, again, the, I would just put the golden <laughs> statues. Those things are creepy as heck. Again, if you haven't noticed that you should just load it up once, yeah, walk up to one and try it. It's creepy. The, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in this game. When you learn about the truth, like the concept is horror. Like mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, these statues are alive and you're ripping them apart. And yeah, like the yeah, that, golden that, statue tough. army, like there's a lot of horror elements to it. It's not a horror game, but yeah, I bet you, you could do something similar with a Japanese esque era yeah this. no i i like that i think both I, I would actually hey let's get them both out there i yeah. think that'd be fantastic go for it modern storyteller or do something new i know you talked about i think they announced their newest game but or they announced that they're working on the next one gotcha okay yeah take your time don't work yourself to death sir did you have any other thoughts i think this this man this episode flew by man yeah <laughs> 
So we'll get onto some quick bits and then we'll see you on the other side. So you got 100% of the achievements. I got 82%. I got 29 out of 40. I died ah, four so times. There's, so there's only 40. Yes. I added two. Okay. Yeah, I died four times. And my last, because I was looking at my notes, I was like, we talked about all that stuff. <laughs> uh, and individuals are incredible. We'll say that again. But the no spoiler message at the beginning of the game is really cool. Oh, I, I is, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, since this is a very narrative-driven game, I like when like, hey, don't spoil this for people, you know, especially yeah, so people don't are to streaming. This <laughs> <laughs> well, I said in the beginning, pause it, play it, then come back. You've been warned. <laughs> all right. So there you have it. If we did not make it clear, both Michael and myself recommend this game. I hope the Forgotten City continues to shock future gamers as they venture into this world for the very first time. 